I spend most of my energy doing outdoor things. I surf, I just got into free diving, I snowboard, I hike, I like working out. And um, um, and uh, those things really challenge me and they just goes along using psychedelics as a skill. Things that we have not done before, we need to challenge yourself so we can grow because we don't grow in the comfortable zone. So. And, and what I offer my retreats is exactly that. It's like new things for people to try that they wouldn't try in their normal life. Hello and welcome to the Mindfulness Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Fiveson. We're an official Wonderland Miami 2023 conference media partner. Remember to sign up with a Mindfulness 20 code for a 20% discount on the standard registration fee. Today, I'm delighted to have Marianne Pinto with me, the founder of Mystic Flow Retreats and Journeys. Marianne is a highly skilled and experienced yoga teacher, time masseuse, and ceremony guide. Her work with entheogens and shamanic practices has helped her to transform her struggles into a thriving business that is focused on healing individuals with a holistic approach. Marianne believes in the power of community and encourages her clients to challenge themselves, try new experiences, connect with spiritual practices, and get in touch with their body and their mind. She has agreed to talk with us about her insights on healing and community healing modalities and psychedelics as a skill. We're honored to have her join us today. Please welcome Miss Marianne Pinto. All right, all right, all right. Marianne, how are you? How are you doing? What's up? Hey, how's it going? I'm doing <laughs> great. Thanks for having me. Oh, well, I'm 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 so excited to have you here. Uh, because you you know, you're really like right into the right into the goo of this whole movement and right into the whole area of healing as a practice, not only in the mind, the body, but also in the spirit through the work that you do. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and how it's influenced your work and your approach to the healing modalities? Um, well, um, I think it started everything in college, mm -hmm. uh, back in my early 20s, uh, when I was diagnosed with ADHD. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I kind of knew, I mean, in this society, I, I believe I have ADHD, but when I step out of this aside, I don't believe I don't, but um, for the mm -hmm. sure, for the sure past, the, what I experienced is that I needed a certain pill to be able to function with ADHD in college, mm -hmm. which is Adderall, mm -hmm. which is which when you get diagnosed, they send you a psychiatrist and that is what right. they give you. So it's like me, many other people, but I believe that it's just that our learning system is not it's one learning system for many individuals that have different learning styles right. and i just have a very different learning style than most people you know i i am uh, very um have a lot of fire have a lot of energy mm -hmm. and and i just with the pill, I was able to focus, but that would take the that the pill would start taking the sparkle away from my life. Mm, right. um, sort of numbed the, you down, yeah. Yeah, numbed you down. No appetite for food. Um, 
trouble sleeping, no sex drive, all those certain things that makes us human, right? Like also, yeah, also my emotional being, I was always irritated. And um, when I, at some point, I started um, working marketing. Mm-hmm. I, and then I was working, I work in event marketing, which my jobs are always very, um, lots of, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, also lots of things going on. And then at one point I got a job with them while I was living in California with a mushroom company, the calls for mm-hmm. medic. And I started learning about mushrooms, functional mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And I started learning about lion's mane, how it helps with the brain. And then I start like looking for alternative, like just Googling like alternative mm-hmm. healing modalities for people with AGD. And I started learning about, yeah, like other supplements, like also ashawanda, mm-hmm. um, ginkgo, um, psilocybin mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I done mushrooms before in the past for fun, the music festivals, but I never really learned mm-hmm. um, about in the healing modality. And so when I started working for the company, I started learning about lion's mane, I started learning about power stamets, I started learning about the like how you can mix lion's mane and psilocybin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, this is really powerful, I really want to try it. So mm-hmm. um, at that same time, I a couple months before, I told my doctor that I needed to smoke weed to stop using Adderall. Mm-hmm. And he told me that that's really bad for you, you know, like, but that's like, doesn't, you can't mix weed with, Adderall, but then I'm like, well, but I feel better when I smoke weed and I want to do Adderall. And I was just like trying to really, um, and it's all at the end of the day, it's all about the money and um, how doctors just give uh, a pill instead of looking at the root cause. Um, And then learning about mushrooms. Of course, I was already a yoga teacher and then mixing yoga with Mm-hmm. with psych- psychedelics of also functional mushrooms i just started like really elevating um my beliefs in myself mm-hmm. and what my potential is and how i was just being suppressed you know like i think that i just have a different learning style and i just never really took the time to learn how my brain works uh-huh right right so yeah so here you are you know you're dealing you you have adhd and i like that when you step out of society when you step out of this society and you go into you know more of a natural environment i assume that's what you mean like when you're you know in connection with nature and more in connection with the land you know versus being you know sort of a a, a cog in the wheel right you know and 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 then the other thing that i really like uh hearing from you is you know, Adderall, uh, I was surprised to really understand the chemical composition of Adderall is very similar to methamphetamine, you know, so when we start looking at Adderall and the and the focus of that, um, I'm also uh, curious, uh, when you started using mushrooms and, you know, what these entheogens, and then you moved more into the yoga and the, you know, the uh, sacred practices on your own, you know, can you explain perhaps what that did for you in terms of your insights or your your consciousness raising? It sounds like you've been on this consciousness journey. So I that's why I ask. Sure. Um, I think that. So I became a yoga teacher before I started tapping to more psychedelic as a healing modality as a skill. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
the, the yoga, the meditation, they're doing the work, right? They're there, they're they're present in your life. They become like brushing my teeth for me. I need really take it really takes uh, it takes the time of the, my day that I if I don't do it, I don't feel balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think psychedelics became from using to like like Alastair to go to music festival or mushrooms or whatever. I I started learning more like oh these are really different consciousnesses. This is much this psychedelics have a different consciousness and they have things to teach you that can um, access your subconscious way faster than meditating mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all the time. You know I just felt like doing both things together. It was the key for me to that I needed to like yeah go to the next level because. Um, before I step into this world, I struggled my whole 20s, um, mm-hmm. you know, job to job. I never, I haven't had a nine to five in eight years. I work as a brain ambassador also, besides being a yoga teacher and massage, massage therapist. Mm-hmm. And um, that gave me the the juice, the the fire mm-hmm. to start doing my, my own business, which is the yoga retreats and journeys. Mm-hmm. But I started doing that while I was living in Guatemala. That mm. goes back to when I was living out of the society of the United States. I was living in a place mm. that was no conditioner. I didn't have to like mm-hmm. think about all the things I had to do. The people I had to see. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have to see people, you have to make a schedule, and I, all I everything was removed, and I was be able. I was really able to step into my creativity. Mm. Great, great, and Guatemala is just such a wonderful country to go ahead and do that. It's uh, just a great, great place, and. Uh, yeah. So, so, so you're doing these healing retreats, and I know that you're doing uh, something over at the Wonderland uh, uh, conference in Miami, November 10th. I think it is. The conference is the 9th through the 11th, and you're going to have a session on the 10th. Uh, you said that's going to be about 5 p.m. Can you tell us a little bit about what that session's about? Sure. So I, um, I. I'm going to be doing, um, sharing something mm-hmm. that calls Pranavinga as a yoga, which is a very uh, flowy and yoga that it's based on pulsation mm-hmm. and rhythmic vinyasa. And it's very flow. It's really able to connect with the the inner fire. Like a vinyasa that. flow or of some sort? It's, like, it's kind of vinyasa flow, but it's more... Um, it's really flowy. It's it's gonna be slow. It's gonna be like a lunar flow. It's actually my teacher. I just spent the whole week with her now at Bhakti Fest, and then um, it's more bringing the mm-hmm. more feminine approach, a slow movement to the vinyasa mm-hmm. being fluid, mm-hmm. um, and in connecting with the inner inner circle, the inner fire with us, but like in a slow and a nurturing way, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I'll be finishing the class with sound healing. Mm-hmm. And throughout the class, I'm gonna be giving some Thai massage as well, mm-hmm. um, as we move mm-hmm. throughout the class. And I um, I live in Florida and this, mm-hmm. I hold two, two classes like that mm-hmm. weekly. I just start uh, bringing sound healing into my mm-hmm. practice. Mm-hmm. And I got inspired by so many friends, and um, and it's just a really, it's gonna be at 5 p.m. on November 10 at the end of all the sessions, so mm-hmm. people can really drop in. Oh, great! And, yeah, and then great. just have time for themselves throughout the conference. Great. Well, I, I I certainly hope to be there. 
And I'm excited over the sound healing as well, because that energy and that vibration truly is a, a sort of a reset, a reboot, if you will. And uh, I think along with uh, the other modalities that you're talking about. So you, you integrate uh, yoga, Thai massage and ceremony guide work uh, in your retreats and your journeys. Can you talk to that a little bit more in terms of how do you integrate that? What does that look like? as a part of because you're going to give us a little sample i know at wonderland and i'm just wondering you know if i was to sign up for one of your journeys and you know to sign up for one of your retreats what 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 might i expect so i i believe that we teach things that help us in our own healing journey right mm -hmm. like i i am very um high energy and stuff and i believe that i balance i spend uh, most of my energy doing outdoor things i surf i just got into free diving i snowboard i hike i like working out and um i also like doing hard things um and uh, those things really challenge me and they just goes along mm -hmm. with using psychedelics as a skill or, or or meditating every day doing yoga i believe that we also need a polarity of things that we have not done before we need to challenge yourself so we can grow because we don't grow in the comfortable zone Amen. so mm -hmm. and, and what i offer my retreats is exactly that it's like new things for people to try that they wouldn't try in their normal life i call it uh, living uh beyond the narrow life like mm. my is that we're living beyond what you know this i i try to bring things that people yeah we didn't do in their um mm -hmm. their regular life so I also believe the power of community in healing. I, I don't think that we heal by ourselves sitting on a room crying and think, oh, I'm depressed. Like you need to reach out to community. You need to find your people. You need to uh, be vulnerable and know that we're all in this together. And that's why the whole component of the retreats is the community, uh, power of community, healing, different, learning different healing modalities and take what you, you don't have to do everything you learn. You know, you can take one thing and incorporate in your life. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is using psychedelic as, as, as a skill that I, which I have learned that with mm -hmm. doing a little course with third waves here with, mm -hmm. uh, um, I did a little course with them one time. I was just learning about different psychedelics and how it reaches your brain. And then, um, yeah. And then learning that you don't also don't have to be dependent on that the whole time, you know, using psychedelic as a skill is also like using it to better yourself but also not depend on it all the whole time you know like knowing when you need it when and how you need it mm -hmm. so like during my retreat in guatemala we had a 10-day yoga retreat we um we have a mushroom ceremony we hike a volcano we go and go be going paragliding it's called feeling the elements so we're going to be mm -hmm. doing a lot of different activities that embody these elements Mm. Costa Rica is so wonderful. What a great place to be. No, do. this one is Guatemala. <laughs> oh, this one's going to be in Guatemala. Okay. I got yeah, that's here. my annual retreat. I do have a retreat coming June 2024, Costa oh, Rica. Right. That was March. the one I that was the one I was looking at. There you yeah. go. Okay. And then March 20 mm -hmm. uh 2024 in Guatemala and then by the time this podcast is, I don't know if Wayne's going to be out, but I do have a retreat coming up in Mexico next month. So that mm -hmm. one's going to be a surfing yoga retreat. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to, uh, this will be out next month. So, you know, maybe we'll be able to go ahead and get you some uh, registrations for that. 
you know. So, oh yeah, actually, I only uh, have I think one or two spots left, but maybe it'll be one of the listeners. Well, there you go. There, there you go. That's great. So let me ask you: when you start taking a look at, um, you know, the role of psychedelics and in, in your approach to healing, how do you ensure? Like, you know, I, I heard about the community. I heard about all of the activities, and also not depending upon the psychedelics, which you know we were talking earlier today. I was talking about the efficacy rates of being able to heal trauma or being able to look at things. And I love the fact that you create this container and this community. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. I'm wondering, you know, to ensure that it's conducted safely and also ethically, are there parameters in place to go ahead and like agreements that are made within the community that go ahead and help create the safe space and the safe container? Yeah, so I do um, usually will do um, intention setting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do also a health form to make sure people um, are aware. I'm aware of anything that they have experienced in their life. Um, I yeah, I'm doing. Um, mm-hmm. It's also in Guatemala, and I I use mushrooms from the land, and I have partnering up with uh, other people that can offer psychedelic integration post-retreat if they, if they want to go deeper. Mm-hmm. And we after the ceremony, we also have an integration circle. So it's not like people do the ceremony and they go home. It usually happens in the middle of the retreat, so people have time to integrate. And like I said, it's also I tell everyone, this is not for everyone. Like, you know, if you have a pre-existing condition, psychosis or anything mm-hmm. um, that you Mm-hmm. like a yeah. bad heart yeah yeah it, it wouldn't be for you and mm-hmm. i had people that in my last retreats that didn't do the ceremony they just didn't want to but then they they wanted to do other things and it's more providing the the space for i think for really the intention the integration in support supporting people with um, a longer process if they feel like they want to go deeper with mm-hmm. one person like a 101 sweet sweet and you know you you had mentioned uh, earlier about the ADHD and uh, you know I it sounds to me like you're someone who really has a lot of empathy and a lot of you know care when you go ahead and apply a lot of these modalities or a lot of these tools I'm wondering as someone who struggled with ADHD what advice you'd give to individuals who are currently struggling and you know maybe dealing with some of the similar challenges that you might have dealt with in the past really to um sometimes i think the hardest thing for someone with ADHD is to self-regulate when they don't have uh, any tools in their, their life and i have i'm at a point right now where i can catch myself before i overreact you know mm-hmm. like an example could be having a group conversation and before i used to just interrupt people without asking for permission and then just raising my voice and be like, oh, I, you know, that happened to me too. Or no, like I think um, now I'm like, wait, when I'm like going to raise my voice, now I have the awareness to stop mm-hmm. and not react. Um, some people are not there yet. They have ADG. I, I just say have a lot of compassion for yourself. Know that it is able to be uh, bring more into the awareness of this mm-hmm. condition, let's say. And then you can uh, access that and, and see what you can do for yourself to make you feel better and you know what it, it doesn't have to be yoga or just like all these things that i i experience in my life and i teach others 
it can be you know for some people it can be dance for some people we can be um just yeah just going for a hike and mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time you you do need to spend time on going deeper into the you know not just the surface and and spend time and that's where psychedelics come in i think they just help you to go deeper to really pay attention to what's going on and bring mm -hmm. awareness more to from the subconscious mind to the conscious mind mm -hmm. so you're so you're bringing a lot of the movement and a lot of the awareness into the retreats that you're in you're creating a safe container you're using different modalities touch uh, obviously, uh, dependent upon the individual, you get permission and you go ahead and work with them as you're working through uh, whatever their journey is. If they decide to take a journey, that's one thing. If they don't, that's another. They can certainly go out and, you know, do whatever they need to do as a part of the retreat. So it's a, it sounds like a very full, holistic kind of a journey that you bring people on. I'm wondering when you start taking a look at uh, all of these modalities, do you see benefit in combining them all together as a part of the retreat? Um, you know, if you versus, let's say, just going out to a, you know, a festival or maybe going to, um, you know, a, a therapist or going out to Oregon or growing your own and taking them by yourself with a mask on and listening to some music. What do you, where, where do you see the, you know, where do you see the lift, if you will, in your experience? Um, so they'll, I offer different retreats and the only retreat that I offor um, um, psilocybin, a, a very, usually we take no more than two grams, is in Guatemala because of the environment. Like we are like literally in the middle of a lake and the only, you can only access by boat. Mm -hmm. um, you could walk out of it, but it's like, mm -hmm. it's just a place with like, um, the energy, the to be able to like really drop in, like then, steeped in steeped in nature, yeah, yeah. And, and then, two gram two grams is not a heroic dose. I mean, it's a it's a good dose, but it's not yeah. It's not a it's not an altered uh, reality dose, yeah. Yeah, but it's pretty. Last time we um, for the journey we did a um, we used East Forest. Mm -hmm. um, soundtrack and then we had that was the silent room and then we also had a room outside with music people are feeling more dance mm. you know we also are more, more artistic and then we had people that, that didn't take any medicine that was just space, holding space mm -hmm. um but i think it goes back to the healing community you know like you can take you can do mushrooms by yourself you can go into nature you can go to a festival but like you are in a container if you are in a container with people that you already are there for the same reason as you during the retreat and you are in this container that it was created for your for this mm -hmm. intention it's just something that it's kind of sometimes even hard to explain the energy in the air that you created mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. the ceremony aspect of it and mm -hmm. the community the power that you created together mm -hmm. it's it's something that it's even hard to explain if you're having experience for yourself you know mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I yeah. So it's a, it's like an interconnection. It's like a network, or people are all feeling the vibe, or all in tune with each other. Yeah. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's wonderful. Yeah, everybody is um, there probably for different reasons, but at the same time, it's we're one. We are there to connect ourselves and others, and that's the power of 
doing psychedelics in a ceremony setting than just working at, with a therapist or just doing with your friend at a festival. Mm -hmm. um, that's the power. I having, and you don't need, and for me, at least from my own experience with psychedelics, I lived in Guatemala and I was doing a lot of ceremonies out there, um, mm -hmm. ayahuasca, doing high doses, psilocybin mushrooms. And, but since I moved, uh, I came back to the United States, which is being over a year, I haven't had a the I haven't felt the need to actually do a big ceremony. I microdose probably two weeks out of every month, mm -hmm. um, and or and then I just haven't felt the call. You know, I had experience of people inviting me to go to ceremonies mm -hmm. in Miami or up in Boston, where I have friends that facilitate ceremonies, or even in Hawaii. And I just like I don't feel the need to go deeper right now, you know, like I might feel in the, in the but I feel like right now I'm just in this integration mode mm -hmm. where I'm really diving deeper into my um, non-psychedelic modalities, which is like, I just got into free diving mm. because, um, and then it's, it's like, you need to practice, you need to devote your time for, so for me, that's pretty psychedelic also, you know, like. Right, right, right. You don't want to be jumping out of a plane after you've done five yeah. grams. Of, uh... <laughs> Psilocybin, yeah. Oh no, free diving is not jumping out of planes. Free diving is um, free diving is uh, diving. Oh, diving like like into the water in the ocean. But like you gotta oh, got you gotta train your your you gotta learn all those different skills to hold got your breath. It. The I, water. I got it. Got it. I got. I obviously got confused <laughs> with skydiving, but diving, but still diving into the ocean is uh, like free diving, like off of a 20, 50 foot cliff, yeah. that kind of a thing. Okay, no, that's great. No, 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 no. No? You're holding, you're learning how to hold your breath to go deep into the water. So you're diving oh. without the tank. Oh, 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 wow, 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 yeah. wow. So are you, so holding your breath, I mean, that's, that's a skill onto itself. And, you yeah. know, I do a lot of mindfulness breath work. So, so this mm -hmm. is like going down deep and holding your breath for a few minutes and, and then, you know, really having that without the oxygen and being able to go ahead and manage yeah. that space wow yeah. wow well still i don't i don't think you want to be you know taking five grams of psilocybin while you're under the water <laughs> no. <laughs> no but that's what i'm saying it, it, yeah. life can get pretty psychedelic already without the psychedelics exactly I think the psychedelics are there just to remind us of the power that we already have within that's beautiful yeah that's beautiful. what i think the medicine is is there to remember us not mm -hmm. to make us dependent on it to feel good all the time beautiful and, yeah, and I have found people in my pet that become addicted to always looking for the sec the next psychedelic experience and the next one, and then and I always try to reach this samadhi, right? Samadhi in yoga means uh, completely right. state of consciousness, state of bliss. Yeah, yeah, state of right. bliss. And I'm like, you're not gonna reach samadhi or state of bliss if you, you know, you gotta learn how to integrate. You gotta learn how to be mm -hmm. with your human mind because at the end of the day, when you take psychedelics out, your mm -hmm. human mind is able to reach that stay without this medicine this powerful plants are just there to remind us of our power beautiful well you know i i always say that the medicine is inside of us and the psychedelics or you know whether or not it's cannabis or whether or not it's psychedelics or entheogens if you will as a whole you know a way to go ahead and explain the lot of them but these plant medicines allow you to go ahead and uh get in touch with some things that might be clogging the flow, the creative flow, the energetic flow, the ability to access more information, to be in flow, to be in harmony with the world itself. 
So I'm 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 interested. Uh, I I I like this idea of uh, you know free diving. I like this idea of you going deep. How can I ask you how how long are you able to hold your breath for? Um. So I just I literally just did my course in June. Mm-hmm. It's like a free diving course, and then I found a group of women in Florida that I've been going some boat trips, mm-hmm. um, and they pretty experienced. They go mostly like we went lobster hunting. We did some depth training. But mm-hmm. I have sinus problems, so I have tra- you gotta learn how to equalize your ears before you go down, mm-hmm. and I have trouble doing that. So that's like a little holding me back a little bit mm-hmm. before I have more time to dive in deeper. But um, I'm not in a rush, you know. So, uh, but in the pool, I have held my breath for two minutes and 15 seconds. Wow. In the in the ocean, um, I didn't time because I didn't have a watch. But I think probably like 1:30. Your it's. Mm-hmm different in the ocean because of the salt water mm-hmm. and also we kind of meditate before we go free dive you know like you gotta do these deep breaths the instructors tell you to like take five minutes to like calm yourself down they teach you how to pack your breath as well pack your breath on the inhales no we yeah we do it's not really pack we do different belly exercises different totally belly exercises. yeah um and there's different uh is there's like you kind of find your own flow mm-hmm. eventually on how you calm your mind before you go diving because mm-hmm. you shouldn't be going if you're like stressed out or something because it can be really dangerous. Mm-hmm. So you're like a perfect person for me to ask the question because this is the Mindfulness Experience podcast. Yeah. So yeah. the question I've got for you is what do you think the role of mindfulness and breath work are? in relationship to any kind of journey work that individuals might be doing. And when I say that, I mean, you know, as we've talked about, you know, it's the preparation, the uh, dosing, whatever that is, and then the integration afterwards. And, you know, m- my view is certainly that mindfulness plays a role in all of those areas. And I'm, I'm just wondering your your view in terms of not only mindfulness, but breath work and mindfulness can apply to your body, your mind, your spirit, your food, whatever. What do you think? Uh, I think that it's, I agree with you. It's definitely mm-hmm. related to everything that we do. The mindful and mindfulness and breath mm-hmm. and breath work because breath is air. And I believe the or air is our spirit. Mm. I mean, the, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I always say the root word in Latin for breath is spir, S-P-I-R, as in spirit, yeah. as in inspire, as in aspire, and so on and so forth. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, even when you, mm-hmm. right now that you learn, I learn, you know, I have the skills as this human suit right now mm-hmm. to calm myself when I feel agitated or something. Mm-hmm. I. I, I know how to connect to my breath, just breathe deep, you know, and or if I'm with my nephews and if I see them crying, like, just breathe a little bit easier, like, yeah, like pay attention to the breath. You automatically, um, when you pay attention to the breath, you take away off attention of the pain or whatever you're mm-hmm. feeling from the feelings, mm-hmm. from your emotions. And yeah, bring you more to the present moment, which is your mind. You, mm-hmm. and, and using this for any sort of exercise can be look free diving you using you can be, be before a ceremony um people do breath work and before mm-hmm. I, I experience so people can be more present and have more of a releasing be able to really go deep mm-hmm. uh, it's it's everywhere it's everything it's it's mm-hmm. mindfulness and breath is 
what gives your life you know it's mm -hmm. it's the connection it's also the connection with the heart you know mm -hmm. or the the connection with um, how we can really heal ourselves through um Mm -hmm. like just learning these skills like it's not it's easy to say hard to do of course not a lot of people have the i don't know if my mom will ever listen to this podcast but she's mm -hmm. an excellent perfect it's a she's an example for me who is that what's the name my mom mm -hmm. she's Your an mom. example because Beautiful. she she's very healthy and she but she always has all these different things that she says she needs to go to the doctor hormones or whatever and i keep telling her things i start doing the inner work which is mm -hmm. being it's been six years now that i've been in this journey of healing and expansion mm -hmm. uh, and i tell her you can go to many doctors as you want you can eat as much health as you want but if you don't take care of what's in your mind mm -hmm. you're not you, you might not understand in this lifetime what i might try to tell you mm -hmm. and i told that the other day like i you can do go to but then she's like maybe i will but like it's like you people need to mm -hmm. come from within because mm -hmm. i believe that if we, we don't hear what's on your minds in your hearts in mm -hmm. our bodies it can manifest into many different things right disease i mean you know this ease or you know looking at it from the standpoint of stuff that you can't process stuff that gets stuck right and I like what you're saying about living life from the inside out, you know, uh, and that's a part of my philosophy as well. You know, the, there are five areas, the mind, the body, the spirit, your breath, your food, as well as your ability to rest and your ability to stay at rest. And then the external stuff is about your relationship, you know, people, places and things, uh, your ability to, uh, you know, be in a great environment, a healthy environment, put yourself in the right spot and then to go ahead and have aspirations so you know those eight things i think when we start looking at resetting rebooting reframing i think the psychedelics really do help but it's an inside job yep yeah and yeah and you gotta be able to like yeah use non-psychedelic modalities to support mm -hmm. that system of mm -hmm. the psychedelics they just it's not just a magic pill you know it's not like you buy mm -hmm. Advil, people buy right. Advil, why it's gonna Right. Heal my headache, but it, there's something deeper that, that they don't know, and it's actually worse for you. Mm -hmm. Some and, people want the some people want the results without the work, right? Yeah, exactly. And and um, um, you need to devote time to mindfulness, to breath work, to movement, to challenge yourself, to connect right. with others. Um, if you say uh, I'm depressed, yeah, but like, what are you? like are you alone like are you feeling that you're making yourself alone oh yeah maybe you know like people mm -hmm. need to wake up that sometimes we create our own suffering right move a muscle change the thought yeah, yeah. We, do something we, yeah yeah but sometimes yeah. we can't help others until they mm -hmm. reach rock bottoms and realize that you know yeah i always like to say as well you know god moves mountains but you better bring the shovel you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> definitely 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 and um we are in this journey like i could say i'm living proof of that i was i also in the past i had a big rock bottom at 26 i mm -hmm. was in a relationship for eight years mm -hmm. and um i grew up like you know with like divorcing my family i didn't grow up with, like parents together or, like even seeing a health relationship so Mm -hmm. I got married really young, like mostly because my mm -hmm. ex was in the Coast Guard and then we 
stayed I mean we stay I think we stay together because it was more convenient but back then I didn't understand why it ended this mm. was like 10 years ago nine years ago I was 26 mm. I'm 34 now I know maybe eight years ago but what my point is is that right now that I'm in this journey and I have lived so many lifetimes in one lifetime and I have met so many people in travel and and discovering is like it's because my soul needed to release that because I wouldn't grow in that relationship. Mm. Mm -hmm. And once it was right before also my Saturn return, which mm -hmm. every 27 years we have these changes in our mm -hmm. astrological charts. Right. Um, as a woman, it was a big pivot in my life. And before I used to be like, oh, not believe, like I'm worthy a healthy relationship or having a family and it took me so many years to realize that it's not your time it's divine time it's when you're ready and it's going to be better than you ever expected but you know growing up with like again like not having the expanders or the example mm -hmm. and also leaving that for myself i was fighting so much for like mm -hmm. the perfect life the perfect relationship that i realized that like i've been single for so many years i mean i have had occasionally dating people but I haven't really like found a partner that I want to share my life with mm -hmm. but I believe that it's coming um as I keep doing this work and I also have found love in friendships I have found love in new hobbies I have found love in different ways mm -hmm. and yeah, um, yeah. that's beautiful and you're 34 right you said yeah. 34 yeah. Uh, when's your birthday February 11 ah Aquarius February yeah. the 11th okay good and you and you're very wise I mean talking about the Saturn return talking about the learning talking about the development so that's uh absolutely wonderful and absolutely incredible and you know you have this wisdom to share and this you know hindsight and insight and foresight and isn't that wonderful isn't that isn't that great I mean you know doesn't that isn't that what most people really want is the ability to just be in their own skin yeah yeah which is and then, and then uh life is just mm -hmm. happening and it's beautiful and i was just like now i'm back here in california where everything started for me this is where mm -hmm. i did my teacher training this is where i actually i started doing microdosing it's exactly where i am right now i'm in san clemente california I came here to visit some friends after i just attend bhakti fest and joshua treats like a yoga devotion festival and i I'm just in this integration mode right now and this call this this podcast Beautiful. came in the perfect timing oh, great. Yeah, just making me really reflect like wow what a journey man like what a life what a blessed life and and also being connect with people that are believing the same things that are that's the, also like the power of community i was telling you like yeah yeah people yeah, well, that believe in what you believe and that help you right. raise your vibration your frequency is mm -hmm. i think it's Sometimes my part for that even being in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I've I've been through my first Saturn return and I went through my second Saturn return. So I get I get what you're talking about. And I started I became a yoga teacher over 30 years ago. And uh, you know, really I totally get, you know, the inability to have your day without stretching or without, you know, uh, uh in in prayer or in worship to, you know, your own inner divine um uh, namaste, you know, the God in me uh, sees the God in you. So isn't that a wonderful thing to have? Yeah. yeah it's We're really reflections good. of each other and yeah. and 
sometimes you don't choose your reflection, but if you choose to go to places that raise your vibration, like Microdose in Wonderland or me going to Bhaktifest, you're gonna keep rising into this divinity in you. Yeah. Uh, if yeah, you keep yeah. aligning in learning from others and yeah. that's really no, okay. wonderful. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I want to ask you, uh, uh, Marianne, where you, what do you think the future of these uh, modalities look like in the world? Uh, you know, and, um, you know, as we start wrapping this down, I'm just kind of wondering where your vision is, maybe, you know, a few sentences or some perspective in terms of where we're going where we're going for yeah, for like looking at the combination of all the modalities or looking at looking at the rise of moving from a 3d to a 5d moving from a you know the the rise of consciousness if you will within the world and where your view is in terms of what's happening in the world because a lot of people are very depressed and upset in terms of the tectonic shift of the plates you know that uh, it feels like we're going through a real upheaval and it's time for changes. So I'm just wondering what your view is, whether or not it relates to psychedelics or anything else for that matter. Well, if you really pay attention, you believe everything's happening the way it's supposed to be. You know, Aquarius, the Aquarius age is happening, which is the feminine mm -hmm. rising, mm -hmm. which that's why you feel a lot of women going like, yeah, I'm wild right now. I'm done. You know, like all this revolution <laughs> happening, like, mm -hmm in Syria and like all these places, the woman like, I don't, I'm done of like, you know, following this patriarch system. And then the same with like, um, like Barbie. I mean, I went to see the movie Barbie. I mean, the patriarch was mentioned in the movie Barbie at least five or 10 times, you know, yeah. the, the, the rise against the patriarchy. For me, it's not so much more like the feminine rising that way. I think it's more what's true to you as well, because I do also the feminine rising is, is also woman reclaiming their, 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 Mm -hmm. They're worth of just being able to be a mother without having to go back to work or you know like i think the feminine rising can be mean different thing for different women and for me it has both ways i feel like of course we standing our power of not following patriarchism but also reclaiming our rights as a as a woman it's like you know mm -hmm. of being able to be with her babies if you want to be home and all that you know like mm -hmm. going back to um to a normality of uh, living community mm -hmm. you know it takes a village to raise the children it takes a village to even grow and support each other mm -hmm. um like i think we're gonna be going into different directions right now like people mm -hmm. that are ready to do the inner work are gonna keep rising mm -hmm. and um and following you know i have the desire of living back with the land if i if i have family that's happy in my life i love to live Mm -hmm. you know have a living community and I, I like literally this life in the united states does not appeal to me to be a mother if i stay living here mm -hmm. i'll probably not have kids but um if it does happen i mean i don't know the future maybe i'll find a way to live in community here you know i don't know but i think living i think going and then there's going to be these people that are going to be keep complaining there's always something happening in the world you know there's always something right. happening it's just because before we didn't have the internet but that was, and they couldn't know what's what's happening in real time in other places of the Earth. But I think Earth is always going to evolution. You know, it, it can mm -hmm. be um, natural disasters, which for me they happen no matter what because we are humans. We're the ones that build 
things in certain areas. Right, right, that, right, right. So the rise of the rise of more of the matriarchy, more looking at the Maya, Gaia, the planet, yeah, looking at the ways of yeah. living together in, in community, looking at ways of interconnecting, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Like we're gonna be going different directions. The ones that it's really up mm -hmm. to us to and I think the psychedelics are mm -hmm. um cause psychedelic renaissance is happening right now for the exactly reason. It's a way for help raise consciousness. Mm -hmm. Um of course there's hopefully um there's big pharma trying to create lots of synthetic mm -hmm. things and I Right. not a fan of that but right. well well for the mainstream i mean they're always the mainstream who are a little conservative and don't really believe in all the uh you know spiritual aspects are much more materialistic or mechanistic in their thought process i think that really provides some security that they can go ahead and raise their consciousness or really reboot reset reframe in a medical um uh, in, a, in a medical model um, but for you and your retreats, and as we start to close here, I'm just wondering, can you share uh, some of your upcoming retreats and your journeys that you have planned and, um, you know, maybe how people can find out more uh, and get in touch with you? Sure. So I have, you can find me on Instagram at Marin the flow with a dot in between their words or the mystic flow with a dot in between their words. Also, the mysticflow.com. It's my website. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I have one coming up in Mexico, October 24th to the 3rd in Puerto Escondido, Oaxaca. It's a surfing yoga retreat. I have a 10-day yoga retreat coming up March, Guatemala, mm -hmm. 2024. Uh, June, Costa Rica, 2024. And then I have a big project, which is my dream. I'll be planning a, a retreat in Brazil at the end of 2024. Wow, beautiful. I don't have, I don't have dates for that yet, but I'm oh. going there for New Year's and myself this beautiful years. beautiful beautiful yeah. i'm connected with you on instagram marry in the flow and we'll also include those in the line notes and make sure that our listeners can go ahead and find out more about marianne yeah thank you so much for having me this was very sweet and nourishing and literally very lovely thanks for having me uh-huh we'll see we'll see each other at wonderland for sure It has been an absolute pleasure to have Marianne Pinto join us on the Mindfulness Experience podcast. Her, heal, her insights on healing and community, healing modalities, and psychedelics as a still have been truly inspiring, and we thank her for sharing her experiences with our listeners, and we encourage you to check out her work, the Mystic Flow Retreats Journey website. Those are in the line notes. We are an official media partner for the Wonderland Miami 2023 conference. Make sure to sign up using Mindfulness 20, and we'll be bringing you more exciting, informative episodes on mindfulness, holistic healing, and personal growth. Until then, stay tuned and stay mindful.